So the question is, how do women like us, age 50 plus, and dealing with high blood pressure, high blood sugars, and rising cholesterol levels, how do we keep our health numbers under control while we're trying to squeeze all the goodness we can from our life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Join me as I uncover the secrets of living a plant-based lifestyle, including how to avoid taking medicine simply by eating whole foods, shed the extra fluff around your middle without being hungry or joining a gym, make big lifestyle changes even if you think you have no willpower, eat food you love with no portion control. Let's get your doctor to say, wow, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. All this without meds or restrictive dieting. I'm Robin Wong, and welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. Hi, everyone. Welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. I am Robin Wong, your host. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. If you're a new listener, welcome as well. So glad you're here. So glad you found us. Uh, yes, it is August. Can you believe it? I do not know where the time is going. My mom used to say, you know, time flies by. And as a kid, as you were the, you were bored out of your mind, you're like, ah, how do they even say that? Now that I'm a mom and older, I, I get, you know, mom is always right. I get what she was saying because time is just truly flying by. And I hope you are enjoying each and every day to the ultimate amount that you can optimize every day that you have, right? So with that said, I want to say August is the is National Wellness Month. And it's really a time to focus on um, your total wellness. And so what does that mean? So I started thinking about this when I was working with some of my own clients. Uh, through, when they go through the reverse diabetes method, my 12-week my program, they at the very end of it, because we focus a lot on the physical dimension of wellness, because we're working with diabetes and blood sugars and, and, uh, you know, all the other health indicators. But I also want them to realize that wellness is multifaceted. It is, there are many dimensions. So I do a whole module on wellness. And what I like to use as a visual for that is the wellness wheel. Now, if, this, if you're new to this, uh, you can Google that. You can just look up, you know, wellness wheel. And there's a whole bunch of, you know, uh, downloads you can do. You can make your own. And the idea is you just, you know, divide this idea of wellness up into these dimensions or these categories. And then you sort of assess how you're doing on that. So for example, and it's interesting because you'll see when you Google it, there are some people think there's six dimensions, some think there's seven, some think there's eight, and they give them slightly different terms. And so I just picked seven because that's sort of in between six and eight. And I felt like they hit most of the, you know, all of the areas you really need. Now you can sub down divide certain ones. For example, uh, I think when you do, if it has eight, they might divide emotional and mental uh, wellness separately. And that's completely fine. You can choose what you like. But uh, I thought what I'd talk about is um, the seven dimensions at, and, you know, what they basically are, are, of course, there's the physical one. That's the one's the, the easiest, I think, for most people. But you also have 
social and environmental and financial and spiritual and emotional and intellectual wellness. And like I said, you'll see different terminology given, but kind of how this works is, you know, if you think about a wheel, it's round and it rolls, right? It typically rolls pretty smoothly. And if you think of wellness in these dimensions, and if, if you think of each dimension as a spoke on that wheel, think of a bicycle wheel, then, it, you know, if they're all equally and equally distributed, the wheel rolls well. If it's not, then you you can think of it as being kind of lumpy and not rolling especially well, meaning there's a, a spoke or a dimension or a component of your wellness that is out of whack, out of balance, so to speak. So I want you to kind of think of it that way. And and with when it, when you're out of balance, if you think back to the wheel analogy, that it can be kind of hard to steer straight and the ride's a little bumpy and shaky and difficult, you know, and, and it's a little like that with our life. If, you know, everything's not in balance, then it's sometimes hard to stay on track of what you want to be doing or how you feel. So can we constantly, can we be in balance all the time? That's, you know, no, sometimes you're going to um, be a little less out of balance than other times, but having awareness about this and, and striving for this balance keeps you more in line than not. That's what I want you to think about. So, and it really comes down to sort of how you want to define some of these categories. So, you know, if you think of wellness, like, um, okay, I'm not sick, absence of illness, right? Or you think of, you know, you're, you're growing, you're growing intellectually, you're growing um, spiritually, you're growing uh, in your, in your job. So there's, a, you know, I want you to kind of just see what's where where you are with this right now. So uh, I was going to dive into each of these dimensions a little bit and give you some ideas. Okay, so um, you know, let's let's start with uh, social wellness, and this kind of reflects relationships, respect, community interaction, and this dimension considers how we we relate, relate to others and how we connect and communicate and get along with people we are surrounded by. And so, you know, if you are always working or always alone or something, that might be an area that is maybe a little out of whack because you don't, you haven't um, taken the time to develop those relationships. Okay. So I want you to think about that and, you know, just see, you know, and I know this, this is probably where I am weak on my personally on my, in my wellness wheel. Uh, you know, I, I have a strong social network or I should say it was, you know, but I'm not in touch with it. Does that make sense? I haven't nurtured it as much as I should have because, or I want to, I should say, I shouldn't say should. I said that I want to, because I've been busy doing other things. I've been uh, you know, busy in my practice, my business. I've been, um, you know, busy trying to stay healthy and, and all those things. And so I'm a little unbalanced in that sense. And so I will kind of go on jags where I'll get in touch with everybody, you know, go see, go have lunch, go have coffee, catch up with everybody. And then I kind of go back to my old ways. So that's an area that I know personally that I could probably do better on. I'm, you know, especially with seeing people in person, 
uh, I am probably better with checking in by text or checking in by phone than I am, you know, getting something on the calendar and making a, a, a time to go have lunch or go have coffee or whatever that might be. And that's the trade-off I make is that, okay, I'll be in touch in these um, less personal ways, but I'm still in touch. And so maybe that's all you can do right now. Like that's where I felt like I was this last month. That's all I could squeeze in because I had, uh, you know, other stuff going on. And so I just knew it was going to be a little out of balance. Another dimension is I mentioned is spiritual wellness. And that sort of encompasses your um, meaning in life, maybe your purpose in life, uh, your values, and um, really kind of understanding how, you know, what they are for you, your beliefs and values and ethics that you have chosen to help guide you on your life. And just know that it's different for everybody. And whatever your preferred approach, spending time asking and exploring your spiritual life can really be an important part to your overall well-being. And this dimension, I think, is, you know, thought of, a lot of times people think, oh, I need to meditate. Well, no, I mean, it's, it, it's what works for you, okay, in this dimension, really, but the goal of it is to really help establish peace and harmony in our lives and really help you, um, you know, uncover or discover the meaning and purpose of your life. And, you know, I think it's a really a good exercise to kind of dive into that and look. I struggle with this one as well. <laughs> I am a little unbalanced uh, because, you know, it takes time to kind of do that introspective work. And I think uh, I want to meditate so badly. I just uh, don't take the time to do it because I think it's a really good practice to look inward and be still. Uh, for me, it's it's really just taking some time to be still for a little bit and and say, okay, what you know, you know, what is my meaning? Why am I here? What is my personal purpose? What is my potential? You know, um, I I strive for that, but sometimes like you you get so caught up in the day to day stuff that they get in the way of where you're going. Uh, the third dimension. Uh, that in the wheel, the direction that I'm going is emotional wellness. And sometimes you'll see this uh, broken out or called mental wellness, and either is fine. Uh, and it's more about your feelings and emotions and reactions. And uh, this is the dimension where you're in touch with your feelings and emotions, okay? And not only happy feelings, but, you know, sorrow and uh, grief, if that's what you're going through, and melancholy, maybe, you know, so just, it, there's, I once downloaded a list of words to describe emotions, and it's really, there's a, there's a whole bunch, there's a whole bunch, I'm like, oh, and there's so many words that actually better describe how you're actually feeling than just you're happy or sad, or you're angry, or you're annoyed, right? There are so many other words. I love, I love vocabulary. Uh, there's so many other words to really, really truly describe, you know, oh, am I resigned, or am I apathetic, or am I joyous? You, you know, there, so it was really kind of fun to kind of use different words to describe certain feelings. And, um, and so anyway, I just, uh, you know, emotional wellness, look for those words. How are you actually feeling? Do, have you checked in to see how you're feeling about certain things? And this really, this dimension really helps 
us to cope with the emotional challenges that we face in our lives. And we face them. Everyone does. You know, life, um, I, I follow a life coach and she has the thought that, um, her name is Brooke Castillo, and she has the thought that life is 50-50, regardless of where you are, uh, you know, it's 50-50. And, you know, 50% of the time, there's stuff that doesn't go well, and there's a whole range of what that looks like. And 50% of the time, it goes well, it goes well, and that has a whole range too, okay? And there's really no changing that. And it's just, it's once you accept that and go, okay, today's not going so great, that's the other 50%. <laughs> Yesterday went great, right? So it's, I think it's a really interesting concept to think about. Uh, the fourth dimension is occupational wellness. Uh, you know, what are your uh, skills and finances and balance and, uh, you know, satisfaction around the work that you do? And this, this dimension really sort of involves finding fulfillment in your job and in your work and in um, and knowing that it has meaning. And so I think uh, for me, this kind of occupational wellness spills over a little bit into my spiritual wellness because, you know, I, I, I embarked on this career uh, late in life. Uh, I, you know, um, I was looking for more purpose. I was looking for ways to make an impact. I was uh, looking for ways to help others. And, you know, this is what I do. And so I really feel like that's my purpose in life. And it also is very fulfilling. So my job is, um, is very purpose driven. And so that's where I think that these two, you know, those two things for me are very closely related. Um, you know, it, it's also when I think about occupational wellness, it's also been having that ability to establish balance between work and leisure. And that's where I probably go, um, I, I'm a little weak personally, uh, because, because my work is my purpose in life, I, it's hard to turn it off for me, okay? And, and so, you know, they, those, that, that work and leisure gets blended, gets um, that line isn't very defined. It gets very um, uh, blurred. And honestly, I'm okay with that because I, am, I, I love what I do. I love having women tell me they're getting off medications or they, the brain fog is gone or, oh, I pop out of bed in the morning and just attack the day with, with enthusiasm and joy. And it's just like that just, yes, that just lights me up. So, uh, and you know, I might get a text on a Saturday about a question or something and it, I, it, it's wonderful for me. And so, um, and so, but if I were to try to you know, tease those two things out, I would say, oh, that, that's pretty blurred. And, and right now I'm okay at that. And so if it changes, then I will change it. But right now it's, it's all, it's, it's all together for me and, and it's, it's working. And so uh, the fifth dimension is that intellectual wellness, that critical thinking and creativity and curiosity. Uh, this dimension really considers the desire to be a lifelong learner. And I, I really fall, I fall into this category really heavily. Uh, and it's sort of the ability to be open to new experiences and ideas in order to continue growing. And this, this um, intellectual wellness really lights me up because I just, I really have this thought that 
there is so much to learn, so many things to try and experience, and there's so little time, <laughs> you know? So, um, you know, and, 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 you know, you have, you have other duties to do. If I could just learn all the day long, I just said this to someone recently. I said, yeah, if I could just learn, I love nutrition. I can talk about nutrition all the time and there's just so many things to learn about it. But at some point I have to apply it. I have to, you know, really take what I know and, and, help others, you know, and teach it. And so, you know, so I often will get kind of sucked into reading more and learning more and, uh, and realize, okay, I've got to stop and actually go apply what I've just learned. So, but if, you know, for, as we age, we tend to sometimes, you know, ignore this part of it because we've had so many experiences, right? We, we've um, done a lot of stuff in our lives and we maybe had our education already and you're working the job that you were trained to do or you've now retired from that. And just because you're retired or you're slowing down and cutting back in the, your chosen job, you know, you can look and go, what else do I, am I interested in? What a great time to start looking for other things to really explore that lights you up. So I encourage you to do that for a couple of reasons, because it's just fun, okay, and it keeps you um, engaged in life and um, keeps you relevant, but it's also really good for your brain. Learning new stuff and you develop these neuro pathways, so it really helps with um, keeping your cognition intact and your memory intact, and, and, um, and so it's, it's a good thing. So, you know, think about your intellectual wellness. Uh, the sixth dimension is what I think people find the easiest, and that is the uh, fixed physical wellness. Um, you know, you know how your body's feeling, nutrition, healthy habits, and this dimension really considers overall health and what you need to do to maintain a healthy quality of life. And um, there's so much written about diet and, you know, diet and exercise, right? Nutrition and exercise. I mean, it's so much, in fact, that it can be very confusing about what to eat. The body works for you is super crucial. All right. And if you, you know, and this is what I focus on a lot because, you know, that's what why people come to me. It's also, um, really crucial to understand that everyone is different and what works for you may not work for the next person. That at times or feeling poorly, sometimes it's hard to remember how it, you, you know, what it feels like to feel good. But, you know, in this physical wellness, it's, you know, really knowing you have the ability to take charge of your health. Uh, by and conscious decisions to change habits that aren't keeping you healthy. And I feel so strongly about this that, uh, you know, we have this really this gift. Health. Yeah, we ask our doctors, but it's really up to us. It's up to us to be healthy make those uh, healthier decisions uh, about uh, food and exercise. Um, you know, physical wellness, like I said, it has, there's so much written about it, but, and that's, and I think, but it's one dimension. And so that's why I, 
encompasses so many different things, okay? So, so draw a wheel. Put these, you know, you can color code them. A lot of, a lot of most of them are color coded, right? Because it makes it more fun. And then sort of write down, you know, you can do this. You can find one online, like I said, and you can, you know, divide them all up and then really um, ask yourself, okay, in the physical section, do I eat a balanced nutritional diet? of the week uh, do I do I drink do I smoke you know if you're a smoker that might be where you start the best thing you can do for your health is giving up smoking um, you know you know am I a reasonable weight for but is it a weight that you feel good at and so that's you can start asking your questions with occupation you know, your finances fall into that as well and so you can ask yourself you know, do I have a solid balance between my savings and my future finances in there? Am I being responsible about them and looking to the future? Um, you know, with the occupation as well, you can ask, do you have a good balance? And we talked about that between, you know, all these other areas and work. And so um, with uh, uh, sorry, I just got sidetracked here. Your intellectual section, ask yourself and be honest. You know, interests or hobbies. Uh, am I, or I'm sitting watching TV. Okay. And, you know, there's, there's a difference there, right? And how you stimulate um, your, your knowledge and, you know, even your thoughts. You know, or am I sort of getting into that negative, you know, cynical sort of um, mindset? And, you know, honestly, you have to, and this is where I look at social, uh, you know, who you spend time with affects how you think. And so, you know, really think about your social um, dimension as well. You know, are you around people you enjoy being around? Are they lifting you up or are they tearing you down? Okay. You have to look at that. I encourage you to really look at that. Um, are you having conflict, you know, and are you resolving that conflict or is it kind of dragging you down and then bleeding over into sort of your emotional wellness because it's, it's weighing you down. Okay. And really, um, causing you to uh, feel bad. And so you see how they all kind of go together. And they all, um, it's an ebb and flow sort of thing. And so, you know, in the emotional side, you know, are you having fun? Do laugh. Okay. You know, are you able to really be in touch with your feelings? So, and with the spiritual again, uh, you know, like this is one of the ones I said I struggle with. And, you know, it's like, um, you know, being able to, uh, know what your purpose in life is and the sense of meaning and do you are you engaging in in growth and this ser serenity having um, this which kind of also carries out through all your life because you know how are you handling stress if you have a, an, a, a real co center core of in your spiritual part of it and you you know it adds that Okay, so, you know, um, I encourage you to do this. It's kind of fun. It can be fun um, to, to kind of, just, you know, 
And what better time to do it in the month of wellness, right? And and then and then maybe just kind of look and see, you know, where could I be? I, you know, take a class to kind of stimulate my brain. Uh, should I add more, you know, an exercise program in? Should I try to meditate? I'm going to do that. That's on my list. Okay, <laughs> try to meditate. Whatever it might be for you, it's all good. Um, it's just it's always just trying to decide. Um, you know, how are you doing with it? It's always good to assess it. Okay. No judgment. Just be really curious about it. Be curious. And I hope you have a great day and I will talk to you next week. Thank you for tuning in today. I know there's about a million ways you can spend your time and I really do appreciate that you spent some time with me. Thank you. If you got something out of this episode and know someone who would also appreciate it, make sure to share it with them. We are all trying to get healthier in order to live well, and you can show them you care about their health by sharing these messages. Want to start improving your health today? One place I like to start with clients is breakfast, since morning habits are the easiest to build. That's why I created a guide called Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugars, which includes easy, delicious recipes for my favorite meals to start the day. Pick it up today for free at page.nutritionwithrobinrdn.com forward slash guide, or click the link for three breakfasts to lower blood sugar in the show notes. Thanks again, and see you in the next episode.